You're listening to the Detox and Chill podcast with Megan Dillon and Beck Benyon. We're two millennial women in the corporate world juggling wellness and a fast-paced lifestyle. On this podcast, we're breaking down wellness into digestible episodes that fit into your weekly routine. We're on this journey with you, learning from wellness and lifestyle experts in their fields. From our lighthearted banter, what's the appropriate amount of time to go between shaving our legs? To getting deep about everyday struggles like hormones, societal norms, and gut health, we're your podcast besties. Disclaimer, no late night text needed to detox and chill. Hello. (laughs) Hi. Welcome back. If we sound like a little bit out of it it's because we just had the most amazing tapping session such a cool experience so eft tapping i didn't know much about it other than like you tap your body in different places yeah um but we just had gretchen driscoll on Mm -hmm. um she is a success coach was is such a cool title it is I want to be a success coach for myself. Throw that on my LinkedIn. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Um, And also an EFT tapping specialist. And she'll get into what that means, the details. We go through a tapping session. So you can actually listen a lot, listen and follow along um, Mm -hmm. and do it with us, which is so cool. We haven't really done that before. No. Like an interactive podcast. No, I feel like we haven't. Yeah. Um, So we're really excited to share this with you. Gretchen's story is unreal it is and I can't imagine how challenging it must be still for her to share her story in Mm -hmm. such an authentic and vulnerable way so Mm -hmm. I think everyone needs to hear her story everyone can learn something from what she went through and just the lessons that she learned Mm -hmm. um so you're definitely gonna want to yeah stay tuned and she I mean she just has so much energy so much positive energy And going through a trauma like she did, I don't know how she continues to do it, Mm -hmm. Um, but she definitely explains why and what her true purpose is, and yeah, it was just, it was really cool. So cool. And I feel so much more relaxed. Mm -hmm. We released some stress in our bodies. We did. And we're feeling good. Yeah, we are. And listen to the end because Gretchen, like we said, does an interactive tapping session. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll also post on our Instagram the tapping points that mm-hmm. go along with it so that you know where exactly to tap. Um, and more information will be in the show notes mm-hmm. for you. We're excited for this one, guys. It's mm-hmm. really cool. It's really different. Um, you can find Gretchen on her blog, GretchenDriscoll.com. And then, as always, give us a review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been missing some reviews lately. Leave a quick review. A takes quick five stars. Takes 30 <laughs> seconds, maybe 50 seconds if you're really thinking about it. Um, we love to get them. Mm-hmm. It truly makes our day. So please do that. Follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Follow along on our website. Shoot us an email. Just talk to us. We yeah, love you. Please. We love you so much. Love us back. <laughs> um, but yeah, enjoy the episode um, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. So today we have a super interesting topic. So Gretchen... 
oh my gosh, Gretchen Driscoll, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so she's with us. She is a success coach and EFT tapping expert. Is that what you call it? I call myself an, a success coach mm-hmm. and EFT tapping specialist. Specialist. Okay, so she is here to tell us all about EFT tapping. My friend Hannah um, kind of introduced us to Gretchen, said how, how amazing she is, and her story is so moving, so incredible. I want you to tell our listeners, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, so can you just kind of give us a background on you, who you are, how you got into this role of being a success coach and EFT tapping? Sure. That's um, a tall order. So, <laughs> and you know, I don't know what Hannah shared. So that's, um, so my story is that I have a background in social work mm-hmm. and then um didn't spend a lot of time in the industry, if you will. I quickly moved out and moved into the world of recruiting and spent a good amount of time in my career doing that. So I found that I was always a person who liked to be a conduit to help people access their next step, Mm -hmm. their goals, their success. Um, After my recruiting career. I thought it was the end of my Mm -hmm. (laughs) recruiting career. Mm -hmm. I I transitioned and um, found my way into the fitness world. It had always been a goal of mine. I didn't think it was feasible. Um, And I decided, you know, one day, air Mm -hmm. quote, that (laughs) it was time for me to um, pursue a real dream of mine, Mm -hmm. which was to work with people and their goals, but also with their bodies and their minds and kind of helping people access their goals, but at a deeper level. Mm -hmm. So for many, many years, I um, made my way into the fitness industry. I own two boutique fitness studios. I kind of, in my world, the North Shore of Boston, I was the first person who had ever opened up a boutique fitness studio. I kind of captured that market of small Mm -hmm. group training and really built a business while I had a young family. Mm -hmm. And um, so I did that for, I was in the fitness industry for over 10 years. I owned my own business for eight. I had two different successful studios. I had anywhere from 60 to 120 clients regularly. I saw anywhere up to 12 people at a time. So one people to 12 people. So What I got to know is like intimately Mm -hmm. the stories of trying to be well, Mm -hmm. be better, be more fit, Mm -hmm. of course, be more thin, right? right, Love their bodies more. And um, of course, I had all those struggles myself, Mm -hmm. right? And so I, I loved my work. And at the same time, like all of us, reach kind of that tipping point Mm -hmm. of growth. And so, as I shared with you, I had 60 to 120 clients that I saw regularly. And when I say regularly, I had them in my business for anywhere from three to nine years. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a long time. That's really long. Yeah, that's so, and unique in the business. Yeah. Unique in the business. And and again, this is, you know, this is almost um, eight years ago. So it's a very different time. So this is a very, you know, I kind of was in that leading marketplace. And, and so now I would, it might be a little harder to have that level of retention, Mm -hmm. but relationships are everything to Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. So, um, and in that, um, what became really difficult was that I knew I wanted to change, Mm -hmm. that I had maximized my growth. Um, but 
I didn't feel like I could make that decision. Mm -hmm. So the way that I like to describe it is that on the outside, my life looked great. Mm -hmm. I had a handsome husband who was very successful, two Mm -hmm. young kids, active Mm -hmm. in my community, a business that was thriving, making Mm -hmm. an impact. I was changing Mm -hmm. people's lives. Yeah. That was all great. And I was not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really, I didn't know what to do with myself. Mm -hmm. I remember feeling very um, conflicted Mm -hmm. and stuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you're giving so much energy to other people. So how do you like bring that back into yourself? I think that was it. And what struck me was that I had created this business so that I could work around my family's mm-hmm. schedule right. and have the life that I wanted to have. And at the same time, I felt shackled by all of these relationships mm-hmm. that yeah. in my mind, I was really stuck in thinking about what you were thinking about me wanting to change my business <laughs> right. and I hadn't even talked about it. Yeah. So what I really found was I got stuck on that hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is what the misery was, mm-hmm. is that I couldn't get out mm-hmm. of my own way. And I'm someone who, you know, I taught 16 classes a week. I kind of run on, you know, I might have a little scoochy pants, like right. I like to say about my littler ones. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I, I run on a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. So being stuck in that felt really difficult. Mm-hmm. So I knew I needed to change. I didn't know how I was going to do that. So, uh, and I've always been on, like you guys, um, Mm -hmm. kind of on that path of self-awareness and Mm -hmm. spiritual growth. And so I had a lot of tools in my toolbox, but none of them were really working. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know how, but I know that I had kind of what, you know, that proverbial saying, like a come to Jesus moment where I said, I just looked up to the universe and I said, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know who I could talk to because yeah. all of the people who loved me were in my business right. working out with me and mm-hmm. they wanted nothing to do with me leaving. So mm-hmm. um, so by hook or by crook, I don't know how it happened, but back then it wasn't podcasts, it was webinars. I got an email um, that there were some thought leaders that I listened to that were on this webinar for a week and it was all about like expand your Grove, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. But um, I said, what the heck? I'll, I'll listen. Mm-hmm. You know, because there were some authors that I listened to and speakers that I listened to on the on the, the lineup. So I think the second day, this woman was on, and her name is Carol Look, and she's an EFT master. Mm-hmm. She really is. Mm-hmm. So she came on, and her gig... If anyone wants to look her up, she's mm-hmm. fantastic. Her gig is um, EFT and abundance. Well, mm. gosh, golly, who doesn't want more abundance? Right. right? right. So, so in the privacy of my own home, kids are at school, my husband's at work. Um, I start listening to her, and she, the tap that we did together was mm-hmm. afraid to shine. I was like, I don't even know what that means, but right. I'm going to tap along. So I'm tapping yeah. along, listening to her, and I'm talking to myself in my kitchen, tapping on my face mm-hmm. and body, <laughs> saying, you know, even though I'm afraid to shine, but as I shared with you, I'm kind of always in my body. I'm a very physical person, mm-hmm. and I run really high. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I didn't necessarily know what relaxation means yeah. <laughs> um so I go along and I do she goes through it once and I'm like oh I am afraid to shine because mm-hmm. I don't want to quit my business because I'm afraid that people will be mad at me right, yeah. right? so now I'm getting it yeah so then we go through another round and all of a sudden I just can share with you that I felt differently mm-hmm. and so I just offer that to your listener that 
if you're someone who spends a lot of time in your body and feels out your body and exercises a mm-hmm. lot, like to go from humming real high mm-hmm. with a lot of energy and maybe yeah. a little bit of, or a lot of anxiety right. or worries to like all of a sudden feeling the absence of that mm-hmm. simply by addressing a problem yeah. and tapping on acupuncture meridian points. Mm-hmm. And I had like immediate awarenesses of what my some of the stuff, I mean, obviously yeah. it was a, a bigger <laughs> chasm right. to dig, but yeah. um, kind of what was in my way. Mm-hmm. So went through the rest of the podcast. We did it again. I really, I felt almost like a humming in my body and I felt really relaxed and my brain felt really clear. Mm-hmm. And so in those moments of relax, when we have mm-hmm. those moments, you're like, oh, there is potential. Right. Yeah. Oh, Maybe there is a little hope. Yeah. So I felt encouraged. And so for $97, right, I Mm -hmm. bought the package Mm -hmm. of um, of umpteen hours of work with this woman. So Mm -hmm. back then it was MP3 files (laughs) and CDs came in the mail and a book and DVDs Mm -hmm. of taped workshops. And so I didn't really care because a lot of people ask me, like, well, it's kind of weird, right? So, <laughs> what you know, how come you would agree to, like, tap on your face and body and, like, talk about your problem? I, I said, I was so stuck. Yeah. I right. didn't care. You could have told me to stand on my head and, and eat peanut butter. Like, and I would have said, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, for $97, I practiced every day and felt better. And I started journaling. Mm-hmm. And um, about six to eight weeks in, remember I said I had all these clients. Mm-hmm. I had this client that had been working out with me for years, mm-hmm. like three years, and she says to me one night, I'm getting off the spin bike to go teach the weight portion. Mm-hmm. She goes, what are you doing? You're different. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what? what do you mean? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know what you're doing, but what you're doing, you're different. You're different. And so it was wow. the first time that for someone else, because wow. I had told nobody, I'm sitting in my kitchen right. while everybody's out of the house. Yeah. I'm not telling my friends right. that yeah. I'm doing this thing. But I know that I'm feeling better, but mm-hmm. I don't know that I occur right. to people differently right. and yeah. people who know me pretty intimately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was kind of the first aha moment. And then the second aha moment was shortly thereafter, I had had a worry about my my little guy who was the four at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I just always had a worry thought that, that something was going to happen to him while I was at work, mm-hmm. which may sound extreme, but it was true. It was one of those thoughts that just got yeah. mm-hmm. hiccuped in my brain. Mm-hmm. And it always happened when I left to go teach classes. Mm-hmm. And I would use my self-talk and say, everything is fine. That's just your mm-hmm. worry mind, mm-hmm. right? So somewhere around that time that Kristen had mentioned that I occurred differently mm-hmm. to her, um, I remember getting to work and thinking, I feel so relaxed. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked myself off that ledge mm-hmm. of that worry yeah. that happened every single time I went to work. And I couldn't remember when I had had the thought last. That was oh. literally like a terrorizing thought. Yeah, yeah. that's huge. And so it was huge. Yeah. For me to like not have a thought that had tormented me mm-hmm. yeah. that I thought would just always be in the background. It's something that I manage. It's right. totally unrealistic. I understand that. Um, and I wasn't working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was not anything I was addressing with EFT. Right. And it shifted. Yeah. So I thought, huh, imagine if I chose the things right. that right. I know are in my way. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and started to address them. Yeah. So that really led me on the course to start to study. I went to New York. I did a session with Carol. I went through EFT Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a coach and a mentor, which I think is really important with mm-hmm. anyone in the wellness industry that you mm-hmm. want to make sure that people have supervision. And Right. Um, so I did my own work before I went out into my community. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so as I did that, as I started to work with people who I had long known patterns, you know, don't eat the M&Ms, let's mm-hmm. try not to buy the M&Ms, mm-hmm. how about don't have the M&Ms on Wednesday, <laughs> tell your husband that right. you bought the M&M, mm-hmm. buy the smaller bag of M&Ms, yeah. <laughs> right? So we had tried every linear process <laughs> uh-huh. there was, right. and again, people have been in yo-yo dieting, yo- mm-hmm. in, in and out of exercise adherence, and so with those clients, I had relationships that were open enough mm-hmm. to start to introduce this tool that I was using, mm-hmm. when I started to see it change others, mm-hmm. and just naturally they relax and then their behavior changes. So that's really yeah. key in terms of wrapping that into like how I am a success coach is mm-hmm. behavior is the key to success. Mm-hmm. Consistent activity is the key to success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's really kind of my professional story, mm-hmm. but I think what you're talking about is um, my life story mm-hmm. is that I had the tool, I, I sold the business, mm-hmm. almost like when I decided, like a buyer came out of nowhere, wow. like it happened really quickly. What was that like? It was tell? like, was it a huge oh, it was wave? literally like, <laughs> yeah. like, like yeah, the sky opened up and I was like, oh. <laughs> right? Um, yes. Yeah. And I thought, I would say the stuff works, but you know what word I would like. Yeah. It's like, so it started to get into like, oh my gosh, like what I believe is possible is what's possible. What holds me back is my feelings about things. Mm -hmm. So it's really a personal experience. And then I decided that, you know, I, interestingly, is that the the tool that saved me is the tool that I decided to pursue. Is that I want, this is what I want to share with the world. Mm -hmm. This is life changing. Mm -hmm. So little did I know that um, I sold my business. I stayed Mm -hmm. for a six month transition. So I I kind of coupled um, phasing out of my exercise business Mm -hmm. and starting um, a coaching business, Mm -hmm. working with small groups, having tapping circles, introducing it to my community. Um, So I was making my way to really... Um, move into that and my husband got diagnosed with terminal brain cancer so in a split second Mm -hmm. life is finally Mm -hmm. in my mind Mm -hmm. moving in a direction that I want it to Mm -hmm. and it comes to a screeching halt yeah like, Ugh. yeah, that, I mean, that transition of, you know, being so high on, you know, just figuring all this stuff out and then it's like being punched in the gut yeah. multiple times. It really was like the, you know, so you asked like, what was it like to have the business sold? It was yeah. like the heavens opened up. Mm-hmm. Right. And then what was it like for John to be rushed off to emergency room right. and oh have God. a golf ball sized tumor taken out of his head was that the bottom fell out. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I have a really good, my best, best, bestie, right, Mm -hmm. says, you know, you can understand why, you know, when I have a really crappy day, she Mm -hmm. says, you can understand why someone would choose to get under a blanket in a rocking chair and grab a bottle of vodka. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you just could totally understand it because everything you ever thought was possible for your life or Mm -hmm. what your life was going to, what my life was going to look like. Mm -hmm. Right 
changed in an instant. And in mm-hmm. an instant, I was no longer a wife. I mean, I was. I mean, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it does. Um, that I was someone who was being taken care of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was a partner. Mm-hmm. I was a mom, and I co-parented. Mm-hmm. And all of my responsibilities changed overnight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I became responsible to be the breadwinner, and mm-hmm. um, thankfully I had sought out some part-time help with Hollister staffing. Um, I went to go do some temp work, and then I wound up working for their team, and mm-hmm. there's a lovely story there. But um, So I wound up kind of backing off the coaching a little bit and really focusing on my family, and yeah. I went back to work in the recruiting mm-hmm. world. Yeah. And that was really important to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and this tool, so when people meet me today, and you know, often I talk in all sorts of different circles about this, about the, the beauty of EFT and what it can offer us in terms of being a stress reliever mm-hmm. on the simplest level to a complete life changer mm-hmm. on the most profound, is that um, I used this tool every day mm-hmm. to just clear what I could right. out of my way because the decisions you have to make to do for me this is how I would describe mm-hmm. it to do the right thing mm-hmm. when sometimes you really don't want to right right I wanted to throw plenty of fits yeah. for sure I assure yeah. you mm-hmm. um or not be present mm-hmm. yeah or not ask the hard questions right or um disappear right mm-hmm. or tap out yeah, yeah. bye-bye yeah right. yeah yeah too much yeah mm-hmm. didn't sign up for yeah. this mm-hmm. didn't exactly. expect this right, right. Yeah. and those are all really real um experiences mm-hmm. that I had and that people have all the time in very traumatic situations but also really stressful mm-hmm. situations. A fight or flight is mm-hmm. really fight, flight, or freeze. Right. Mm-hmm. So you either mm, immobilize, you want to cut bait, mm-hmm. or you want to fight it out. Right. And so that's a mm-hmm. mechanism in our bodies that isn't our, under our conscious control. Right. So the higher the stress level, yeah. the more likely those attributes of us, mm-hmm. right, they're not the prettiest side, yeah. right. right? But those attributes of ours will show. And that was, it was so important to me. I just remember driving to, um, from emergency in Beverly, Mass., where they didn't have the neuro team. Something had gone very wrong. John had driven to work, had a grand mal seizure, was on the side of the road, parked himself in a perfect position, oh got picked God. up, like had lost his speech, got picked up by an emergency room doctor on his way to work yeah. at 7.30 oh, in the I'm morning. I'm like getting the yeah, yeah. No. Talk about His the... name was Dr. Newman. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it was really wow. freaky. Um, so I... By the time I got to the hospital, they had to move him because they don't have a neuro team mm-hmm. at, at a small, right. small-ish mm-hmm. local hospital. Um, so they were mo- moving him to Burlington, and I remember tapping the whole way, just saying, even though I feel terrified, mm-hmm. which I did, like, terrified. I knew it was mm-hmm. bad. We didn't know what right. was bad, but it was mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Um I thought he had had a stroke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he was 41 years old at the time, right? So like, young. Right. Yeah. Um, so 
I just remember tapping because I knew it would help calm my body. It wasn't going to change. And this is really key, mm-hmm. I think, in the work that I do with people, especially in terms of accessing success, is that it doesn't sometimes doesn't change what is. Mm-hmm. It really helps you manage choices around what is real and true. Mm-hmm. And so it was able to help my body so that I could kind of be clear. Like my kids were at school. What was I going to do? Mm-hmm. Right. I needed All to be in that situation. Right. God. Okay. I'm driving and I don't know what's in front of me. And mm-hmm. even though I'm terrified, I did say this will not take me down. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, I, I get chills yeah. sharing that with you. Yeah. It was just so clear to me mm-hmm. that no matter what happened from that moment forward, like tapping really was my friend. Right. It yeah. was the place that I could access a deeper level of strength because I wasn't stuck mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. fight or flight. Right. And that's not to say that there weren't moments that I was out of my mind, mm-hmm. wacko, stressed. I, that right. would be an inaccurate right. <laughs> portrayal of myself. But right. um, in terms of grounding myself to be an appropriate parent mm-hmm. and really to be honest mm-hmm. with what is, and there were times that I needed to be honest with John, mm-hmm. who wanted to live in a place, and for a portion of time it was true, it looked really promising, but mm-hmm. John had an aggressive form of an aggressive cancer. Right. So um, when things started to really not look well, John didn't want to leave that belief system mm-hmm. that it was mm-hmm. going to get better. Yeah. And so, you know, the stress of being the partner and the caretaker to someone who didn't want to understand that they mm-hmm. were going to die. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, these are all, when you know, so when I think about, and I share that, it's not often that I share that so publicly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when people say, like, well, why would you tap? I'm like, if you're afraid to, like, make a $10,000 extra more a year, I'm pretty certain I can help you. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. that this yeah. tool, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't all, we don't have to use it to swim in the deep end of the pool. Mm-hmm. My story that I just yeah. shared with you is the deep end of the pool. Um, but what I know, like, my name is Gretchen, mm-hmm. is that this can serve you. Right. Mm-hmm. It well, can serve anybody. Yeah. How incredible that, I mean, you went through all of that right before the most horrific moment of your life happened. I mean, I don't believe in coincidence, coincidences, so I feel like this was just a sign from the universe that, like, you needed to figure this out so that you could be that caretaker, be that person who could be brutally honest mm-hmm. and, you know, be strong for your kids. How was, I mean, how did you feel in that moment, you know, looking retrospectively back to your journey through EFT tapping? Were you immediately grateful for it or were you it kind of like fuzzy um, for you? How- no. So I think, so I had had it under my belt for, mm-hmm. you know, over a year and a half and I had done a lot of significant study in my own work. So I think what I did was realize that it was, like, in my way of wrapping my head around it was Mm -hmm. that, oh, this wasn't for me to pursue for my business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This was a gift for me right? Mm -hmm. to be here with John Mm -hmm. and my family and to manage the stress. Mm -hmm. So that really was the case. Mm -hmm. So it became my private tool Mm -hmm. and less of a me in a public way Mm -hmm. with the tool. And I just went, I went to work, I went back to recruiting and sales and, you know, it was like 
that actually was a relief. Like, yeah. going to work, I was like, great, I'm Gretchen. Yeah, like, right. let, yeah, let me make some calls, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then when I went home, it was really, that was the harder piece, like yeah. managing all those puzzle pieces of being, John was in, like, really intensive therapies mm-hmm. yeah. for three years. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think for a good amount of time, I just thought, oh, that was the way that the universe mm-hmm. got me here. Right. Otherwise, if I had not had that, like, come to Jesus moment, right. then I wouldn't have been open to this tool. Right. And so, good for me. Right. right. So, right. And right. also, the liability, probably, of having mm-hmm. the studio and right. the having equipment a business and yeah. having a business, right? Like, yeah. I really was unfettered from kind of the actual, actual business. Mm-hmm. So, I had yeah. a coaching business and I had you know, a space that I got out of a lease of. Yeah. Right. Um, but it was way easier than having right. 120 clients yes. right. who wanted me to teach exercise. Yeah. Right. And after such a traumatic experience, right? So you kind of talked about being Gretchen. How did you go back to being yourself? Or do you feel like you'll never be the same after something like that? Um... I think the latter. I'll never be the same. Mm-hmm. And so I am the essence of me. And so mm-hmm. I've listened to mm-hmm. you guys talk with other um, guests. It's like, and you just said recently with the, the design. Human the, design. Yeah, human yeah. design. Yeah. Like the essence of me is, mm-hmm. yeah. is kind of unchangeable. Mm-hmm. Right. right. I'm feisty. I'm yeah. a fighter. Yeah. I have a lot of energy. Yeah. I'm a doer. <laughs> I'm a creator. Right. All of yeah. those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I, I'm like this, I'm like scrappy kid, even yeah. though like I'm not. In there, yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I'll beat you first. Right. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, those things remain unchanged, but, um, you know, Meg, what's, has changed is that I've watched what's really important mm-hmm. at end of life. Yeah. And it's not the things you create. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the things that you build. Right. Yeah, right. It's not, it's really relationships. Mm-hmm. And the most primary relationship is a relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. If you do not love yourself, it's a really unhappy place. Mm-hmm. Right. And my husband, you know, thankfully he went, he got a diagnosis and he went right to work. He went back mm-hmm. to therapy. He started tapping. He went to Reiki. Oh, he learned mm-hmm. meditation. Right. And it was all a pro He looked to forgive himself and people in his mm-hmm. life. And so I watched this mm-hmm. and participated in it and supported mm-hmm. it. And so, no, I yeah. am changed forever because mm-hmm. I now, not that I can't get caught up in the mundane, believe me, I can. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, I had to talk to Comcast this morning. I right. In the morning, and that was, <laughs> Um, but, uh, I, what, when I sit with anybody, I just know they're not their problems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I have an, an experiential knowing, I guess, Mm -hmm. that I can't undo for myself and I wouldn't choose it. Yeah. I wouldn't, I mean, I believe that John healed. I just don't believe his body did. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's a real gift of the process I got to take part of. Mm-hmm. And it, like, that could make me cry, is that I, mm-hmm. I want that for you today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want you to love yourself so deeply that you believe in such a high level of success, whatever mm-hmm. that success looks like, mm-hmm. whether that's just taking 10 minutes from your desk and, mm-hmm. you know, taking a couple of deep breaths, or whether that means moving to L.A., yeah. or whether mm-hmm. that means, you know, Whatever that means, mm-hmm. right, um, is that it's life, I think the hardest work mm-hmm. of life is learning how to really appreciate and love all of yourself. Mm-hmm. And isn't that what you you guys are really setting the table for this conversation yeah. with mm-hmm. people? 
mm-hmm. you know, and that's the food mm-hmm. that we eat, that's the exercise we get, that's the relationships we keep. And so we're the creator of that. And mm-hmm. if we, what we bring into our lives is only um, a reflect, it really is a perceptual reflection of what we offer mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like for me, and this is more career wise, but in mm-hmm. the past year, I've really realized that I'm in control and that sounds Mm. silly, but for so long it felt so out of my control that I felt kind of similar to how you were feeling stuck, very kind of like when you said fight, flight, or freeze, Mm. I was frozen and I couldn't decide which way to move. But I feel like in the past year I've realized that I am, like you are in control and you can make these choices for yourself Mm. and you can go different ways and that's okay. And that is okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, I don't know. I don't know if that's getting older or what, but it's just been this realization. So for you, as you were incorporating tapping to get through this traumatic event and healing after, how did you decide that that was going to be what you pursued after? Uh, to that same point, there was nothing else I could pursue. Mm-hmm. Because I can go and do anything. But I am not going to live a life without purpose. Right. Mm. Um, And so, um, but also, when I was home caretaking for John, which was about 15 months, there was periods of time where, um, especially in the onset, leaving Hollister and going and being at home, I was able, people were very happy that I was kind of back doing what I was Mm -hmm. doing. And there were enough people in my world that now knew kind of that this was my tool. I never stop talking about it with my community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so v- as soon as I kind of even opened up the door a little bit, mm-hmm. people were like, hey, you know, I really, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to intrude, yeah. but if you had an extra hour, yeah. I would mm-hmm. love to um, see you or spend some time. And so I just let that organically happen. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, after John passed and I did take some time, I knew that I needed to really give it a full shake. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I'm a salesperson by nature. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I have no trouble picking up the phone or kind of moving my business along. So I called Hollister. I called Kip Hollister, who's a CEO of mm-hmm. Hollister um, Staffing, and said I, I had been given an open door to come back at any time. I said, I would like to come back. And we at Hollister, we have a whole coaching institute, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's an organization that tries to embody some... Um, coaching philosophies that I resonate with and self-awareness and mm-hmm. converse, open conversations and that kind of thing. But um, I wanted to work with the staff. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to work with people that, my, you know, my peeps. Right. <laughs> the yeah. people who are on the floor mm-hmm. doing the work, right. selling the, the product, uh, selling services, talking to candidates. Mm-hmm. I knew that tapping and I because I know that I know that ground level Mm -hmm. so I knew I wanted to keep my private practice but I knew I wanted to carve out a space in the Mm -hmm. corporate world because to what you guys are having the conversation about is like it is so that's the place that we spend the most amount of time so and that's the place that we're often most stuck right Mm -hmm. exactly (laughs) and stressed out that's where we keep everything right yeah (laughs) right and it is so and where we are in one place we are in all Mm-hmm. in all places so I approached and said I'd love to come back and talk to the teams about EFT tapping and how that can help people be successful on their desk mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that started a whole 
like unrolling of going and doing workshops and teaching people tapping. And then that's when Hannah was there and Mm -hmm. that's when I got to meet Hannah. And so, um, did some small group training and then it turned into one-on-ones and now Mm -hmm. I'm there three days a week. Mm -hmm. So, So um, working with a good portion of, um, the staff and, um, not everybody taps, but most people do. And the people who do almost always reach 90 to hundred mm-hmm. percent of their budget. And so this, that's like where for me, I was really hopeful that, that, um, cause my private business, my private practice has, it could be anything. Someone right. wants to create success in a general right, area. Yeah. That could be, I want to be less anxious. It mm-hmm. could also be, I want to start a sole proprietorship. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really, it's really about directed work, mm-hmm. um, someone having something in mind, and then we, we create a process around that, and right. we um, figure out what those obstacles are, and we tap through mm-hmm. those obstacles. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of the corporate work and a sales cycle, and that there's numbers and metrics at mm-hmm. the end, I wanted the opportunity to work with the team that I knew and I loved very mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. Um, that we could quantify yeah. with data the benefit of what I do or teach, mm-hmm. right? Something yeah. I do, I teach and people mm-hmm. do. So, um, so, yeah. Does that yeah. answer yeah. question? Yeah. 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 I think that's so cool. And and I just want to say thank you for sharing your story. Oh, We're thank so you for asking. so appreciative. It's not an easy thing, I'm no. sure, to share no. that and be so vulnerable. So thank you so much for your vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure by now people our listeners are wondering what exactly is <laughs> Yeah, good question. Um, <laughs> so we should get into that. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, know. I know. Same. Right. So um, <laughs> Um, So EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. Um, And it's most often called tapping because it is a simple tool that you physically tap on acupuncture points on the hand, one hand, and then the face and the body. And those, the body points are by your collarbone, one underneath the arm, one at the top of the head. So what EFT does from a clinical or scientific standpoint mm-hmm. is that it lowers the stress response, that fight, flight, freeze. Mm-hmm. It lowers the stress response in the body. Mm-hmm. So in scientific studies, what has been shown is that tapping over a period of time, and that means... 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not two hours, 50 days, do it every day, and Mm -hmm. then you'll get results. No. As I shared with you when I shared my initial story, like Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. So it happens pretty rapidly Mm -hmm. that your body goes into relaxation. And so Mm. um, what they've done is blood tests of people who have tapped over a period of time. Again, it's like between 20 and 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, And it lowered the cortisol level in the bloodstream by 14% compared to talk therapy and meditation. Wow. So, yes. So that's what's really exciting is that this is not, you know, because I... I, I love a good new age story, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's really important to have, um, that information mm-hmm. for your listeners mm-hmm. yeah. and for me, right. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is not something that's been made up, right. Yeah. Right. In order to feel better. And you think about it, it's going to happen. Right. No, yeah. it has a physiological yeah. change in the body. So the way that I, so there's a lot of places that we could go. So in mm-hmm. order to kind of keep me in my own lane mm-hmm. and describe how I use it. So We want to lower the physiological stress response Mm -hmm. to that which is 
causes the stress response in the body. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I want success, what that means for me is I'm asking myself to get out of comfort. Mm-hmm. Right? And so what does that do? So I want to, let's just use, because this is where I started, I want to stop yo-yo dieting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, that's going to cause me, in my mind, to never eat the M&M's again. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> That really freaks me out, right? Mm-hmm. I have a physiological response that is automatic. It mm-hmm. has nothing to do with what I want or what I don't want. Because I just mm-hmm. said, I don't want to behave in this way, mm-hmm. right? Right. But I'm stuck in a pattern based on the stress mm-hmm. that that causes, the giving up of, right? Mm-hmm. right? Or the mm-hmm. stopping mm-hmm. or the never doing again, mm-hmm. or I'm going to have to maintain it, right? Mm-hmm. So all of those things, as soon as I think it, my goal, my stimulus, as soon as I think about my success, boom, within seconds. And there's lots of science out there that you have a stressful thought. It's the same as being in the stress. Mm-hmm. It's the same as me ripping the M&Ms out of your hand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We don't have to be anywhere near the M&M. Right. You think about it, and yeah. it's going to happen. So mm-hmm. the, the physiological response. So for me, it's really important for us to understand so that we can have some compassion for ourselves and mm-hmm. where we're stuck mm-hmm. and where we're having problems getting out of patterns that don't serve us mm-hmm. is that you are behaving from the stress response. Mm-hmm. So my behavior, my sabotage and going to reach for the M&Ms mm-hmm. actually comes from the physiological response mm-hmm. that's caused in my body. I don't want to feel that way. Mm-hmm. And it's not always in my conscious awareness, right? My heart is racing. I'm like, oh, I'm all twitchy. Mm-hmm. So what right. helps me feel better? Oh, the M&Ms, mm-hmm. right. right? So, so I go to resolve the stress. So what we want to do is, so that's a conditioned pattern. One plus one equals two, mm-hmm. right? I think about my success. Mm-hmm. It causes me stress. I behave in a way that doesn't serve my success. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I say that's like chain links, mm-hmm. right? And how that's stuck together is actually the physiological response. Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is recondition the mind and body around that stimulus, the giving up of the M&Ms, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or for me, long ago. The breaking up with my business right. <laughs> and the 120 yes. people who yeah. I thought were going to yes. be mad. Right. Right. So I, I want the tool to be inserted in those. So when I'm working or helping people even or even when we're looking at universal themes, we're mm-hmm. looking at the connection between the thought or the goal and the stimulus and then the behavior. Mm-hmm. Right. So it causes me stress. So we're looking to interrupt that pattern. Mm-hmm. So when we address the problem, I don't want to give up the M&Ms or mm-hmm. I'm going to have to give up the M&Ms. Mm-hmm. And we tap on that problem, if you will, I'm air quoting it. Mm-hmm. What we do is we're calling up the file in the mind and body, mm-hmm. right? Because the thought creates the body response. So mm-hmm. that's the file, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then when we tap on that, what we do is the body starts to relax Mm -hmm. And so it gets reconditioned over time. So Mm -hmm. those things that are not deeply ingrained in our body can shift like that. Mm -hmm. If I've been eating the M&Ms every time I'm stressed out for 20 years, it's going to be, uh, take a little bit longer, Mm -hmm. but it will happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it does. So it's a reconditioning tool. We're inserting relaxation. We're causing a physiological change of response Mm -hmm. in the mind and body. Mm-hmm. to calm the body down. And when we do that from a physiological standpoint, when we relax, blood flow goes 
to the frontal lobe and we can have new thoughts. New mm-hmm. thoughts lead to new choices, which lead mm-hmm. to new beliefs about mm-hmm. possibilities. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. It is. Where did it originate? So is it from acupuncture or is it completely like a separate? It came from this gentleman named Roger Callahan, who I believe was a psychologist and so, or psychiatrist. And, um, it's been around for over 25 years. It's been in therapeutic oh, wow. settings. And Roger Callahan had all sorts of different protocols. So what we do in, in kind of general EFT, mm-hmm. um, the standard protocol is nine points on the face and body. But mm-hmm. Roger Callahan built this whole profile of like different phobias, had different tapping points oh, because it was wow. based on acupuncture points. So he was really learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what has happened over time is, of course, everything gets... Oh, well, let's find a faster, more efficient way. So this man named Gary Craig, he um, kind of studied with Roger Callahan, and he created kind of this more simplified version. That's Mm -hmm. how I've been taught um, to understand, because that's kind of the lineage. Mm -hmm. But it's been primarily, um, for 20 years, it was in therapeutic settings. It's Mm -hmm. been used. um, There's a whole um, aspect. I don't work with trauma victims, but um, there is a whole... A portion of certified EFT practitioners who work um, with PTSD and veterans mm-hmm. who come home from mm-hmm. war, and there's a lot of success um, in that area. Um, again, that's not the body of my work. I, mm-hmm. I say mm-hmm. that that's for someone who is a licensed therapist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who has the tools to manage that kind of yeah. trauma. Yeah. Um, and so it's made its way into the mainstream over mm-hmm. the last 10 to 15 years. Mm-hmm. There's a gentleman named Nick Ortner who wrote a book called The Tapping Solution. It's mm-hmm. been on the New York Best Time, um, Best Time Bestsellers list yeah. <laughs> uh, for, I think it's spent at least three or four years there. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. So he wrote a book, and so he actually has taken the way that he's marketed it and the way that he's approached it. He's really been able to bring it more mainstream mm-hmm. along with mm-hmm. people like Carol Look, and then there's a, a man I really like. His name is Brad Yates. And these are folks who have been marching out in, in larger mm-hmm. communities. And it is, for me, to you, to your, your listeners, it is the ultimate self-help tool. Mm-hmm. I am, I always consider myself still, I'm like the personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get a great workout with me, mm-hmm. right? It's going <laughs> to be an awesome workout. But the workout is best if you are doing a little bit of something on mm-hmm. your own, right? Yeah. right. Yeah. So I'm... Uh, an efficient, like I know how to take you deep and kind of clear a lot out of the mm-hmm. way. Yeah. But a private home practice will get you to the same mm-hmm. place. Yeah. Right. It's like anything. The more you do it, the more mm-hmm. effective it is, the more growth you experience, the more insight you have, the less obstacles you experience mm-hmm. in your mind, mm-hmm. which then you experience less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Lots that leads me to my next question. So what does a session look like with you? So are people just like spilling all their problems and then you're like okay let's tap to certain places how does that work so the way that it works is i am a success coach so mm-hmm. someone would contact me i'm trying to create x goal mm-hmm. and from that place i ask i always do like a free complimentary call mm-hmm. because i want you to understand who i am and how i can help right. you but i'm mm-hmm. also gathering information about what what is going on mm-hmm. so here's what i typically 
experience in that initial call. It's like, I want this, but I feel this, and mm-hmm. I'm doing this, and this is not working for me. So mm-hmm. I'm looking for those streams, mm-hmm. and that is actually what winds up being a questionnaire that from that initial call for mm-hmm. a one-on-one is that then I'm creating, like, what are the blocks? So that's, gotcha. you know, what behaviors are working for you, what behaviors are not working for you, mm-hmm. what thoughts do you keep, what feelings do you have about the goal, why haven't you reached it, how many times have you tried it before? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for patterns of thought, feeling, belief, mm-hmm. and behavior, because mm-hmm. that's all working together. Mm-hmm. The mind and body create patterns of behavior that are working for you mm-hmm. or behavior that's not. And so from there, that questionnaire, you would answer that. And then we would meet in person or via Skype or by phone. Mm -hmm. Um, And what happens from there is that that questionnaire becomes the map. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. in our first session, we're kind of going through what you've answered for Mm -hmm. me, like what you're feeling, your thoughts, your beliefs are. And I'm helping us as a team, Mm because now I'm your coach and your partner in this process, I'm helping you identify what is most in the way. So that mm-hmm. gets risen gotcha. to the top, not the bottom. Mm-hmm. So we work at what's most challenging to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Because what I know is like, let's just say there's 10 kind of consistent themes mm-hmm. that are in the way. I'm mm-hmm. afraid. I feel stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like my boss. Whatever it may be, yeah. right? So there's 10 things. That's, and I thought we rise what's most difficult for you mm-hmm. in your thinking perceptual mind mm-hmm. and your behaving body. Um, I know that if we tap through those first three, mm-hmm. the rest, the seven mm-hmm. that are left, yeah. start to dissipate. Mm-hmm. Because everything, as we were saying earlier, kind of where you are in one place, you are in all places. So our stuckness is mm-hmm. all related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as we start to move one widget it loosens up the rest, mm-hmm. which is the beauty of this work. It really does have a cumulative effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. That makes a ton of sense. Um, I don't know how much time we have left, but mm-hmm. the one thing I want to leave our listeners with, and I don't even know if this is something you can leave them with, so I'll preface okay. it with that. But if there's just like a basic tap that they could mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. Um, and we can kind of describe what we're doing yeah. or like the different points I think that would be really cool because I'm just thinking like of when I used to be driving to my job and just like dreading the moment mm-hmm. I would get there it would have been really cool to have like a resource to, yes. mm-hmm. to try Let's and work through it cool yeah. okay awesome. so what I'll do so all tapping is based on one statement so again that would be a problem right mm-hmm. that's causing stress in the mind and body so mm-hmm. I'll use that yeah. statement I have stress in my mind and body mm-hmm. yeah. so I would rel- welcome the listener will leave a little pause mm-hmm. yeah. um, so they could say I have stress in my mind and body about work mm-hmm. yeah. you could and you Perfect. so you can use this audio here you could listen mm-hmm. to it again and again you could do it about the dog next door you could mm-hmm. do it about yeah. anything so we'll <laughs> yeah. leave um, some space yeah. for someone to kind of personalize it that's what yeah. I do with my audio work is yeah. that I want you to personalize mm-hmm. it to you yeah um, yeah are we, should we get started? Yeah, let's yeah. Start. Okay, so I, I think, can we have you post like a PDF that will just yeah. help show yeah. where the, the points are so mm-hmm. someone could take a peek at that yeah. beforehand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, I will say something. I'll tell you where to go. I'll give you a statement. You repeat it after me. Okay. Okay? okay? Yeah. So why don't we just, before we get started, just, um, just kind of take a body scan. Take a deep breath in and out. 
Good. And so where we always begin is the karate chop point. So I'm right-handed. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take my right four fingertips and I'm tapping on where the karate chop point is, if you think of like, oh yeah, karate. Mm -hmm. So for our listeners, what that is, is the fleshy outer part of the hand between mm -hmm. the pinky and the wrist joint. Mm -hmm. So we're going to tap right here with our fingertips and you're tapping Hard enough that you can feel it, mm -hmm. um, but not hard enough to hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes for all the skills, right? <laughs> all right. So you're just going to repeat after me. Mm -hmm. It's called three even though statements. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though. Even, even though, though. I have stress in my mind and body. I have stress in my mind and body. And so here we could think about where. Good. And now repeat after me. I want to completely love and accept myself. I want, want to completely, completely love and accept myself. Good. So we're going to do that two more times. Even though, even though I have stress, I have stress in my mind and my body. In my mind and my body, I want to completely love and accept myself. I want to completely love and accept myself. Good. Third time here on the karate chop point. Even though, even though I have stress, I have stress in my mind and my body. In my mind and my body. So here I would welcome the listener to think about where they're identifying it in their body. So I would do that for the two of you. Good. And repeat after me. I want to completely love and accept myself. I want to completely love and accept myself. Good. So again, I'm right-handed. I'm going to take two fingertips of my right hand and I'm taking them to my eyebrow point. So where that is, is at the beginning of the eyebrow. Using your fingertips, you should feel the actual start of the eyebrow underneath your fingertips. Good. So you're not on the bridge of the nose and you're not over the center of the eyebrow. So here we skip all that even though in the positive affirmation, we just address the problem and that's mm -hmm. the stress in the mind and body. So again, repeat after me at the eyebrow point. I have stress in my mind and my body. I have stress in my mind and my body. Good. So move your fingertips to the side of the eye. That's You're just following the, um, the eye socket, if you will, mm -hmm. to that triangular side point. Good. I have stress in my mind and my body. I have stress in my mind and my body. Good, slide those fingertips underneath the eye socket, top of the cheekbone. Good, so again, I want you to think about where it is in your body we're going to address that. So in your mind's eye, you're gonna pay attention to that. I have stress in my mind and my body. I have stress in my mind and my body. And I feel it. And I feel it. And so you'd call it up, you'd say it out loud. Do you guys have anywhere that you can feel it? Um, in my chest. Good. In my back. Good. So let's move underneath the nose. Good. I have stress in my chest and my back. I have stress in my chest and my back. So the listener would pick wherever they mm -hmm. felt it, right? And so, Meg, tell me how that feels in your chest. It feels tight. Good. And Beth, tell me how it feels in your back. Like pressure. Good. So at the chin, we're going to describe the location and then the feeling. I have stress in my body. I have I stress, stress in my body. body. I feel it in my chest. I feel it in my chest. It I feels tight. It feels tight. I feel it in my back. I feel it in my back. I feel the pressure in my back. I feel the pressure in my back. Good. So now we'll move to the collarbone point. So that's right underneath the actual collarbones, about an inch diagonal. Good. And let's take wherever that location was in the body, I want you to just really design your breath to that location. So 
into the body. Think about calling it to the place that you just identified. And then as you breathe out, let some of that stress that's compiled in the body there. Good, so let's do that again, taking it into the chest and the back. And then let go. Now repeat after me. I have stress in my mind and my body. I have stress in my mind and my body. So again, think about where you felt the stress. And that makes me feel... And that, and that makes, makes me, me feel, feel what? Anxious. Good, yeah. <laughs> Stressed. Good, so perfect. So every time we get information from the body, we wanna take a deep breath. So again, take a deep breath in and out. And now exhale, release it. Good, so I'm right-handed. I'm gonna stick my hand underneath my left armpit. So I'm actually tapping on the ribs, not into the armpit. So mm -hmm. all those four ribs underneath your armpit, you're tapping mm -hmm. there. You can hear and feel that sensation. Good. I have the stress in my mind and my body. I have the stress in my mind and my body. So we'll use what you guys just said. It makes me feel anxious. It makes me feel anxious. It makes me feel stressed. It makes me feel stressed. Good. So now let's tap at the top of the head. Good. That's the crown chakra if you do yoga. Good. Now let's take a deep breath in and out. I have stress in my mind and my body. I have stress in my mind and my body. I feel it in... I feel, I feel it, it in. And again, you would identify where you feel it. My back. In my chest. Good. Move back to the eyebrow point. So we'll circle through one more time. I have the stress in my mind and my body. I have stress in my mind and my body. Good. Side of the eye again. That's that triangular point. Good. I have stress in my mind and my body. I have stress in my mind and my body. So this one you'll keep private. Good. Underneath the eye, I'm going to ask you the question. I have stress in my mind and my body because... And just shake your head when you get you listen to your answer. Good. Underneath the nose. I have stress in my body. I have stress in my body. And it congests me how? And it congests me how? And it congests me how? Good. So just shake your head if you get an answer. Good. Good. Move to the chin. Two deep breaths. Again, any location you're identifying the stress, you want to just pull the breath in. That's like light and ease. And then exhale. That which is congesting you. So congestion is dis-ease, right? Good. Again, take that breath in. New energy, light, ease. Good. Exhale, release. Good. Collarbone point again. The stress in my mind and body. The stress, stress in, in my, my mind, mind and body. Holds me back from. Holds, holds me, me back from, from. And you can share or not share. Going after a goal. Good. Trusting myself. Good. Take two deep breaths again. Underneath the arm. Um, yeah, one more breath and then underneath the arm. Good. So always in my audios and in my work, I always want to turn it around. I know we're tight on time, so I'm just going to try and move that quicker. But okay. if we were working individually, I would work to move any and all of those things that we identified out of the mm -hmm. way. Good. So right now, repeat after me. 
right now. Right, right now. now. I'm releasing some of the stress from my mind and body. I'm, I'm releasing, releasing some of the stress from my mind and body. That's true, right? Mm-hmm. Good. Take a breath. We'll say that one more time, still tapping underneath the arm. Right now. Right now. I am releasing. I am releasing. Some of the stress. Some some of the stress. From my mind and body. From my mind and body. Good. Take a breath in and out. So I will ask you to answer out loud. As I release... Oh, sorry, we moved to the top of the head. (laughs) Good, I forgot that people can't see. (laughs) But we're at the top of the head. As I release, as as I I release release some of the stress, some of the stress from my mind and from my body, from my my mind and from my body, I feel, I feel lighter. Good. Ready to take on tomorrow. Woo! (laughs) Woo! Woo! (laughs) All right, good. That's a great place to end. Good. So wow, I love yeah. that. Yeah, Isn't me that, too. I yeah. feel a little dazed. Right. Yeah, I know. That's, what I like. That's what I said. Yeah. Like that kind of humming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Relaxed. Yeah. Like, I've learned a little bit. It's relaxed. You feel. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's like, relaxed. I know. This is new. <laughs> right. Right. And there's like when our energy is free flowing, because that's what it does. So I use the word congestion. So when we're stuck, when we mm-hmm. think we're stuck or feel we're stuck, it is. It's like in that meridian system, mm-hmm. which is like highways and byways in the body. It's like it's like the traffic I drove over. Yeah. Like it's not moving till it's moving. Mm-hmm. Right. So part of what you're feeling is like relaxation is that ease and the flow of the things kind of working together in mm-hmm. harmony. So... And look at your faces. Yeah, They're I like, no. I'm like, let me just. <laughs> and yes, a nap is good. I always yeah. say, like, yawning, little weeping, little shivers. That's mm-hmm. all indicative of your energy mm-hmm. moving. So yeah, I I really liked that it's like physical. Yeah, it's yeah. not like meditation where you're just no. sitting yeah. there and my mind wanders in all yeah. different right. spaces. It's I could actually not, interactive. I could not meditate until I tapped, and yeah. I, when yeah. I say that, I mean like tapped for years. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. of that same yeah, thing, it's I can't so sit still. No, right. right? And I want to work with my thinking. And so what you both experienced was, and I think that this is really critical in terms of reaching success, I firmly, firmly believe that we all have so many answers Mm -hmm. available to us. We just don't have the mechanism to get the information. Mm -hmm. And so as you drop into relax, remember I said, well, tell me where you feel it. Mm -hmm. You both felt it in a different place because your body is yours. Your body wisdom is yours. And then when I said, you know, it because when I'm asking you those questions, Mm -hmm. your answers are unique. So as we get into a process, you're accessing Mm -hmm. your wisdom, which you may need to collaborate with other people, learn something, study mm-hmm. something, get help from somebody. But how and why and when we do it, mm-hmm. um, we want to be guided from that real deep internal right. place. Mm-hmm. I always say, I am. I might provide suggestions, but I am yeah. looking to you mm-hmm. to find your yeah. answers. Yeah. Well, it was interesting, too. I felt like the answers just like came to me right yes. away. They it wasn't up. like I had yeah. to think about it. No. It was just, there it is. Because <laughs> it's not thinking right. that's yeah. happening. So we don't have... You know, I know you guys know that our thinking brain is like 5% of our brain Mm -hmm. power, right? Right. So most of the stuff that's going on for us is underneath the hood. So how do we get into a possibility of listening at that deep level? Mm -hmm. And to what you just said is that 
we have a lot of information available to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just aren't relaxed enough. We're not listening. Yeah. We don't know how to listen, right? right? And so this tool, because it is opening up the channels between the mind and the body, mm-hmm. helps access that information. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I felt like my mind didn't wander as much as it does yeah. with meditation because right. it's like I'm foc- I was focused on that, which almost let my mind calm down a little mm-hmm. bit yes. more. Yeah. Yes. I yes. This. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. I totally want to share that PDF because I think our yeah. listeners are going to yeah. want to follow along with yeah, that. Definitely. And on my website, which is GretchenDriscoll.com, mm-hmm. if yep. you go to the blog section, um, kind of deep down there's a couple of um blogs that i've written that i gave a free tap away with one is on resistance which is in everybody's wheelhouse right resisting their goals and i forget what the other one is but um i do occasionally post um a free tap that people can use and there's certainly lots of resources online Mm -hmm. um and i'm always here as Perfect. a resource for anybody. Yeah. yeah, so your website is GretchenDriscoll.com. Yeah. Um, anywhere else people can find you or is that the main, oh, that's uh, the main point? Oh, Instagram, Gretchen underscore Driscoll Perfect. and uh, Facebook. Perfect. Gretchen, Perfect. Uh, Driscoll Tapping Specialist. No, this was amazing. This and was... thank you so much for sharing your story thank you again. For being yeah. open to Truly incredible. Really, thank you yeah. so so much. It's been such a treat to be here. Thank good. you. Good. Yeah. It's been it's been so good. And I hope our listeners get as much out of it as we did. I'm mm-hmm. sure they will. Um, as always, you can find us at detoxandchillpodcast.com, Instagram, all the things. Um, we're so excited that you got to listen to this wonderful episode with Gretchen. Um, let us know your feedback if you have any questions, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks. <laughs>